Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. You are tuned in to the Untitled Wrestling Podcast, hosted by Troy, Jay and Aaron. Hello listeners, I'm Troy, joined by Jay and Aaron, and you are tuned into another episode of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. We'll kick things off with you, Aaron, for some tidbits and some trinkets. Now, I have Halloween and the 1st of November. So, I'm going to start on the 31st of October, 1964, Martin Wright is born. Now, if you don't know who Martin Wright is... Oh God, where's he? He's... The Boogeyman. No way. He's no born way. on Halloween, boys. As if. <laughs> Fucking hell. I, I love that Aaron was about to say, you don't know who he is, and I just instantly went straight away. away. <laughs> instantly knew who he was. The Boogeyman was born on Halloween. Yes, Boogeyman. How wasn't good is he, that? Wasn't he on tough enough, and then they kicked him off because they found out he lied about his age? Yeah. 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 <laughs> he had um, an age limit of, like, 32, I think. And he was like 40. <laughs> Still in better shape than anyone else on it, though. Like like one of those um, Nigerian footballers with the black passports. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm in the Nigerian youth team. Fuck off, mate. You're 50. I'm 18. <laughs> no, you're not. You're 40. Fuck off. <laughs> you're someone's dad in the team. Yeah. <laughs> uh. In the 31st of the 10th, 2000, on Monday Night Raw, Ivory beat Trish Stratus, Jacqueline Alita, to win the WWF Women's title, where she, she, would, where she would keep it until mm-hmm. Mania X7, where China beats her for the title. Just quite a little good. Um, oh, God, is that when China came out with the big fucking rocket launch thing uh, with the fireworks? Yeah. And then it was a squash match, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Um, and apparently China got loads of heat because the way she pinned Ivory because she kind of just lands on her. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, all the women were like, you should have rolled her up and fucking made her look like a dickhead. Uh, on the 31st October 2005, Christian would leave WWE after declining to renew his contract. I wonder where he would end up. Is that when he went to TNA? Mm. <laughs> to Christian Cage. He went into yeah. a cage, didn't he? <laughs> 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 I, re- I remember though like when that happened because it wasn't that long after Angle was it it was a big thing at the time it yeah. was huge yeah, yeah. Was huge. Like, but one thing that was dead weird about it was WWE put like a statement on their um, website with an interview with Christian saying why he didn't resign oh really yeah and it was like it was genuinely like well is this an angle or is this mm-hmm. is this something more? And then he just showed up in TNA. I was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> now, this one's a bit of a silly one. 31st October 2016 on Raw, Enzo Amore dressed as Buzz Lightyear beat Luke Gallows in a trick or street fight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. That was, that was when... Um, when Big Cass had Andy on his boot, wasn't he? Yeah. He, booted, he, boot, he booted Carl Anderson in the face and he said, he's got Andy on his boot because he's Woody. <laughs> um, and finally for Halloween, um, 
last year WWE presented to us Crown Jewel. Yeah. Where if you if you try to forget about this, I'm about to remind you. Thanks. Noticeable things that happened. <laughs> Brock Lesnar got his win back against Cain Velasquez from UFC nine years ago. That was fucking dreadful. For the WWE I, um, title. Cain Velasquez came out in his wife's leather hot pants. <laughs> <laughs> I I was in a uh, Alton Towers at the time and I just kept I just got like notif- I was getting notifications about the about the uh, matches. I was like Oh, Brock's just squashed Cain Velasquez. <laughs> yeah. Pants. Proper, proper um, pants. <laughs> Tyson Fury beat Braun Strowman by counter. Proper, proper pants. The only thing about that that was decent was his entrance because it was so over the top. It was hilarious. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, the f- well, the two other things. Uh, the Fiend beat Rollins in a false count anywhere for the Universal title. Deserved to be so. Much. After that shit show from fucking Hell in a Cell, yeah. that that was a that was actually quite a fun match. Was that where it ended up in like the the end was the a bit, bit near dodgy. the stage, yeah, where he fell yeah, off the thing dropped, and then they both fell into like some like big box dust like, cloud, yeah, <laughs> a dust cloud. <laughs> but yeah, it did it did have the red fucking light on, so you couldn't really see what was going on. Mm. It was the spooky dust from the light chips. That's what it was. <laughs> Maybe that's why I thought it was good. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and also on that show, Natalia beat Lacey Evans in the first ever women's match in Saudi Arabia. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's where they came out dressed in the bin bags to cover up all yeah. their flesh. Yeah. <laughs> no, I take the piss. I, I laugh about it. It's for obvious reasons they had to cover it up. But that, that was a fairly monumental moment, wasn't it, really? And you could yeah. see how much it meant to both of them. It was, it was cool. they nearly did it on the show before, didn't they? And it got it literally got caught like on the day. Oh, really? That's yeah, not like WWE to, be... to cut something on the day. I, well, it wasn't down to WWE. It was down to Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. Um, ah, right, right. Um, it was down to the future owners of Newcastle United. Um, <laughs> um, all, all things considered. <laughs> we'll go to the 1st of November now. In Please 19, do. In 1944, Bobby the Brain Heenan was born. Mm. Wrestling powers, brain. Yes, Bobby. Uh, and... The goats. Not the boat. Not, Not to the be boat. confused boat. with. Don't confuse yeah. it. Isn't the boat. <laughs> um, on the 1st of November 1990, Jushin Thunder Liger beats Pegasus Kid to win the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title for the third time. Nice. Pegasus Kid's Benoit, isn't it? Yep. Because mm-hmm. Benoit in a mask. Is the Junior Heavyweight essentially like a light heavyweight? Yes. Like cruiserweight? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but the way the way and they kind of present them is that they're all kind of presented as world championships. Yeah. Okay. But as anyone under kind of like UFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyone under a hundred kilos. kilos. Oh, okay. KG. Yeah. Um in nineteen eighty seven, WWF champion Bret Hart officially signs with WCW. A confidentiality agreement is made to keep word of Hart's decision until after Survivor Series. Oh. Well, he kept that one quiet, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck for, it those who, for those who obviously can't see us because it's an audio podcast, I've just been doing the uh, do, writing the WCW like Brett did at Survivor Series after this video. <laughs> <laughs> um, in 2005, WWE presents Taboo Tuesday. 
Oh yeah. Yes. Do you want to hear something? Hang on, which want... one was Taboo Chooser? Is that the one where the, the audience chose the stipulation? Or was that yes. Cyber Sunday? Yeah. It was the yeah. one where you had to vote for it. So I was like live voting, watching them live. Which one was Cyber Sunday then? Was that the same, same sort of thing? It's the, the same as just in 2006, they changed it to Cyber Sunday to oh, have okay. it on the Sunday rather they than did, Tuesday. They did oh, two okay. on the Tuesday. Um, and apparently they got like appalling by rates because yeah. it was a it's Tuesday a night. Tuesday. Tuesday night pay-per-view? Yeah. yeah. Tuesday. So, yeah. so literally the go-home Raw was the day before. Well, it's no I different know. to what I used to do with Heat. The go-home Heat was about an hour before the pay-per-view, well, wasn't it? Well, Heat used to be the kickoff show, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bring and that back. Do, Bring do back Sunday Night Heat. Bring it did. It's called the kickoff show. Yeah. <laughs> well, on this pay-per-view, you had Eugene and Jimmy Snooker defeating Rob Conway and Tyson Tomko. Tyson Tomko? <laughs> Fuck about... <laughs> Didn't didn't Rob Conway shoot get fired on TV? Oh, I don't know. Probably. <laughs> he was pretty naff anyway. <laughs> hey, his, his entrance music was both bad and good at the same time. No. <laughs> no. Just look no. at me. <laughs> Ain't I a sight to see? <laughs> the whole damn world keeps looking at me. Awful. Tripe. Utter tripe. Detritus. Uh, what else did we get? Mankind beat Carlito. Where the so for the first one that I've just mentioned, sorry, you got to pick Eugene's partner out of you out of Snooker, Jim Duggan, and I think it was Kamala. Yeah, it sounds like a shout. I'm gonna go for that. Um Mankind beat Carlito, where you got to pick one of the three faces of Foley. I was I was so angry we didn't get Cactus Jack on that show. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why would you pick Mankind? He's like literally the fucking middle ground. Could have been worse. They could have picked Dude Love. Yeah, well, Dude Love, now get in the bin. But he was Dude Love <laughs> entertaining, though. But, Only thing about Dude Love that was in was his music. Or his wee cat pose. Nah, switch your music. <laughs> you messing? <laughs> that was excellent. Um <laughs> No, I, I was ge- I was genuinely upset that we didn't get Catholic Jack in that because I just wanted him to mayor the Carlito because I hated Carlito at the time. <laughs> um, Batista beat Jonathan Coachman in a street fight where Wrestling Observer rated that this the third worst match of the year. Jesus. <laughs> Remember there was a time they used to put fucking Coach in the ring? <laughs> 2005, mate. <laughs> was this- JR, would al- JR would always say he was an ex-basketball player. Was was 2005 WWE the equivalent of 2010 TNA? Stop, stop referring <laughs> everything to TNA in 2010. That was like you, that was like the sh- the shit times. No, Two, 2005 no, WWE 2010 was like- TNA was all right. It was the the following years that were fucking dreadful. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sticking it with was, 2010 because it, it, it was like 2013 with the bad times, as big tasty calls them. Bad times. <laughs> um, also on that card, Ric Flair beat Triple H in a steel cage match, hmm. which was a very good match because I watched that was. it this year at some point. I can't remember when. Though. Okay. Um, they also had that uh, last man standing match at the pay per view before, which was I think it was last man standing, where Triple H got not a driver. City. 
It's the it's fallen pay per view. Yeah, it's the fallen pay per view. Last man standing. Yeah, I get I get them mixed up which yeah. which way around it is. But Triple H got a screwdriver and started like legit like trying to fucking impale Rick Flair. It was incredible. Yeah. Fucking hell, Jesus! <laughs> Rick Flair um, bled a lot in both matches. Of course yes. he did. It's a crimson mess. And finally, he just looked at the cage. <laughs> <laughs> for this pay-per-view John Cena beat Kurt Angle and Shawn Michaels for the WWE title in a triple threat hmm. was that um, the start that... of Edge 10 heel becoming the rated R superstar because wasn't it between Shawn Benoit and Edge no and it was um, was that the year before it was the year before that one uh, this okay. one was Shawn Kane and the big show where the losers fought for the world tag titles against oh that's why we got that Trevor Murdoch and Lance yeah. Fucking Trevor Murdoch. Trevor Murdoch's Trevor still, Murdoch. still wrestling. He's Is the NBA yeah. North American champion. Yeah, yeah. He beat, um, he beat he beat the former Damien Sandow for it, Aaron Stevens. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> 2000... <laughs> 2006, WWE releases Psychosis just weeks after stealing a car in Mexico. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> okay, hell. <laughs> Fuck me! And Why did he steal a car? He had this yeah. fucking lawnmower. Mower of lawns. Yeah. He didn't get he it shipped on a over. Lawnmower, didn't he? <laughs> he didn't get it shipped over. Psychosis. Was he a? He was WCW. Mexicals. No, no, he was WCW before. Was he in that? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And ECW. Yes, yes. He got he got booed at one night stand for taking his mask off during his entrance. Against Rey Mysterio, yeah, yeah. Wow. He'd already he'd already been on in WCW, like, but uh, that, that was his some, character like, in ECW, though. Yeah, who was yeah. that mental guy we met in Texas at that indie show, Aaron? That used to be in WCW. Super crazy, super crazy. That was that it. was Psychosis's tag partner. Yeah, that was his tag team. Oh, ah, okay, that's why he came to mind. I am okay. super. I am crazy. I am oh. super crazy. By the way, in Texas, <laughs> super crazy looked a bit. Peely Wally is a nice thing to say. <laughs> I, I remember, that phrase um, again. <laughs> it's a nice thing to say. I, I remember reading it. Reading it. Um, oh no, it was it was on a podcast there that he did. Uh, Mr. Kennedy, aka Ken Anderson, Mr. Um, member of Aces and Eights from t- to get the 2010 TNA reference in there. Great, great faction. Um, Best thing about 2010 TNA. <laughs> to be fair. That that video package of Big Tasty told us to watch was fantastic. Yeah, I'm yeah, down was. with that. That yeah. um, the Planet Bully Ray or whatever it was. Anyway, um, he said he said about psychosis that it's his warm up was just literally like running up the up the turnbuckles and doing a backflip off each one. <laughs> he was like, maybe you should do some, maybe you should do some sit ups because you had a bit of a gut pal. <laughs> Oh, wow! Out. <laughs> wow! Absolutely kill me off. <laughs> um, and finally, in 2007, WWE announces that all violations of the wellness policy will now officially be made public. Oh, really? In 2007, well, that's bollocks because Brock failed a piss test in the UFC while he was under contract. That wasn't a WWE. No, it wasn't wellness WWE policy, wellness break. policy though. Yeah, no, I but guess. what I'm what I'm what I mean is he would have failed a fucking wellness policy for WWE as well. Oh, had they undertaken one, yeah. Yeah. But he didn't get one, so it's fine. Well he should think himself lucky, shouldn't he? Yeah. Big sod. 
<laughs> their cop out for that was bollocks. We're, we're going to forget about the times Roman Reigns we only failed said, his we only... and Randy Orton failed his, but they, they, meant, they, they did they did mention both. To be fair, <sighs> they did announce it. Randy Orton <laughs> because of, of that system. Randy Orton technically is on his final one. I was going to say, while he's world champion. <laughs> but then also, another thing, Meltzer, um, because obviously Samoa Joe failed one, didn't he, earlier in the year? Yeah. Um, and Meltzer, yeah, Meltzer said that if they fail them, they can kind of like hold off when they suspend people if they need to. Oh, okay. It's not an instant suspension. So, so Samoa Joe failed it, got injured. And then he then he suspended them. Oh, I see. See, this is why we get the weird tidbits because then you get stories about them afterwards. So yeah, mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. I like your I like your tidbits when you prepare them in advance, Aaron. <laughs> when you're not when you're not still typing them as you're reading them out. Because... <laughs> <laughs> no, nice one last week. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers for those. There's some really good ones in that. Nice one. Uh, more of those next time. So we'll move on to this week's uh, roundup review of NXT UK. We open the show with Aoife Valkyrie against uh, Danny Luna. Just to note, Valkyrie has a fairly decent entrance. I know I always knock the entrances every week, but hers is pretty cool. It looks like someone they're well, kind of investing a little bit um, of time into. There's one I'm going to be asking you some questions about later on. Don't worry, mate. Oh, is there? <laughs> oh, yeah. Still, <laughs> still undefeated in the NXT UK. By not Nigel, I don't know his name, so he's called not Nigel. Okay, um, I picked up on this as well. If you're going to mention the same thing, he, he over enunciates everything he says, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah he does. Yeah, yeah. Um, ju- just a quick heads up of he's being Amali, Isla Dawn, and Nina Samuels. Okay, it's so not exactly a great. I one. I picked up on the fact that they were saying they were putting the emphasis on. Um, could Luna beat Valkyrie? Could Luna be the only female to beat Valkyrie? Like what? Has she been beaten by a bloke and we've we've not seen it? Like has she had a match against a bloke and they've not televised it? Like it just again, like putting the emphasis on kind of the wrong bit or on the areas that maybe shouldn't, but I don't know. Could be reading too much into it. Um anyway, the start of the match, both jockeying um for, for the upper hand from the off. Both seem to have an answer for each other's moves and offense. Um, they're both quite strong. They're both like kind of short, like low center of gravity. I think Luna comes on like a powerlifting background, doesn't she? Yeah, she's super she strong. Looked, she looked really impressive in this match. Yeah, they did. But but she did. Yeah, both, both did. did. Both did. But yeah. like, it's kind of going back to the stuff we said in previous weeks, where um, they they kind of have the person who's going to win doesn't get a whole lot of offense in because they get the momentum from the win. That's the it. person who loses gets a shit done in and they look really good for it. Yeah. Um, obviously Similar situation. They're trying, to, they're trying to build that women's division up because um, it's strong, but it's, they're just not established. It just needs some more spotlight on them. Yeah. 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 Um, Luna hits a really nice looking German suplex at one point. Um, Valkyrie does this thing and I, I really don't like it when people do it, men or women. It tends to be the smaller guys um, that do it, but they do that springboard. Leo Rush used to do it, like the springboard off the bottom rope, and they kind of the other guy or gals waiting there for it, and it just looks it looks really forced and it's really predictable, but it makes the guy or gal taking it look stupid because it's so obvious what they're doing, 
And it takes more effort to get yourself down to the bottom rope to swing, spring back up off your uh, ass. Yeah. Does just turn when, around? At least when Leo Rush does it, it's like quick. Yeah. 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 It, and this it, instance it is like, was quite it slow is, and it was just. Whereas. Like, um, Eve's like, too stocky for that or whatever her name is. Eva. We're just going to call her Evie. Aoife <laughs> But it's got an E at the end It's Aoife yeah, I mean if you're going to pronounce it How it's spelled It's Aoife 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 You sounded so Scottish there Aoife 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 Anyway I don't like that move um, <laughs> Aoife then hits Um I'm sure I've asked you this before, and I'm sure every week you say what it's called, and I always forget. It could be this move. It could be another one. But her finisher is like a sort of diving leg split off the top. Right. What's it this, called again? This leg split. Right. They just called it the normal thing before, the leg drop or whatever it was. Atomic They've given it a drop. name now. They've, given, it, they've given it. Kick, wasn't it? Yeah, diving scissors kick. That's what it's called. Uh, I'm pointing at Jay on the like camera. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> what he said. Yeah. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> Um, no, it's got a name now. It's like from what he said, I rewound it three times trying to listen to what he said. It's called the Peripatia. That's it, right? There's nothing on Google because even the closest I got was someone doing like their, like, I, how, I assume how, how they watched NXT UK, how they were speaking about it and things. And basically, all they said was, um. Yeah, they got a. She got a new name for her finisher, but who cares? It's like, oh, okay. It's nice of them. It's just a okay. split, split leg drop off the top. So at least I wrote down the name. Yeah, <laughs> but I tried to search for it in different spellings of it. I could not find anything. Fair enough. So yeah, Eva Valkyrie picks up the win. After this, we get Dragonoff and Walter backstage warming up for their match later, and then we get a recap of the NXT UK Heritage Cup. Heritage Cup. Then we get a vignette for NXT UK's newest signing, Rampage Brown. This is fucking huge. This is a big signing. Really, really good. He, he was signed to well, it was FCW back then, years ago, mm. and um, he left. Like, um, and he seemed very like not against the idea of going back, but he seemed very like I, I kind of want to do my own thing. Yeah. Um, I, I guess like a lot of people who um were a bit more un- inaccessible for WWE because of the pandemic, and now it, it's it's a viable option because there's nowhere fucking else to dre- wrestle. Yeah. Um. So. I, I imagine that's why NXT UK is really bolstering the roster at the moment. Like, obviously, they've signed Rampage, and signed Ben Carter, they've signed to be fair, Rampage Mako Satamora. Brown, yeah. Rampage Brown's probably one of the biggest names not signed anywhere in the UK. Like, the most mm. known names in Indies in the UK just now. So was it, He was with Defiant for a bit, wasn't he? And WCPW. W, WCPW from the first episode. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I, I, I was at an indie show um two years ago. Um and he was he was on it. He was in a, a six way match to crown the number one contender for this for the title for this indie company. Hmm. Um I <laughs> I 
Rampage didn't win and he walked past me and I went, it should have been you when he was turning around. I was like, what did you just say? I was like, I shit myself. <laughs> um, and I went, it should have been you. I wanted you to win. And he was like, oh, thanks, mate. And just shut me on. <laughs> I was legitimately terrified for my life. For him. I don't know what he thought I said to him, but to he break. was fucking angry at me. See, so, yeah, um, big... Big signing for NXT UK. Really, oh, really good. Really. So fucking good as well. Yeah. So his work in um, progress is excellent. Um, I, I, from from being, obviously, us being in the UK, I've seen a lot of Rampage. He's, he's excellent. He's, he's a guy who I could legitimately see being like a main eventer on the, on the main roster. He's that yeah. good. I was just and, about to say, do you, do you think there's going to be, they're going to strap the rocket to him, at least for NXT UK? Could it be the guy to dethrone Walter? They need a lot. I, I don't. I don't think he's going to dethrone Walter because I've got a theory on that. But I think okay. he's definitely. I think he's definitely going to be built up as like the next challenge, the next contender. Yeah, sweet. But I don't. I, I don't think it'll be. Um, okay. After this, we get a recap of your favourite Mark Andrews. Uh, and oh, I love this segment. Very, very dramatic investigator music. I felt like I was playing Ellie Noir all over again. <laughs> <laughs> Doubt. <laughs> Doubt. <laughs> Doubt. <laughs> Interrogate. <laughs> yeah, so we get this. It's set up like a fucking episode of Perry Mason or fucking Murder, She Wrote or something. Um, Eddie Dennis, I'm just going to say off the bat, was fantastic in this. Yeah, yeah. He was fucking excellent. I loved it. Yeah, really, really good. Channeled is in a, in a head teacher at one point. Yeah, just like you lots are all the same. You don't listen. Something along those lines. Like those annoying kids. So <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, never we... listen to me. <laughs> we get a recap of um, Andrews and Webster and and their... Broke, <laughs> their attacks backstage. <laughs> we then get Andrews and Webster in the ring, quickly joined by Eddie Dennis. Um, he says that Andrews is arrogant and that he used him on the indies and now he's doing the same to Flash Morgan Webster. Webster then says that Eddie's talking out of his ass. Eddie tells him to keep his friends close, but his enemies right. closer. No, 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 no. What he said was keep your friends close and your enemies closer. He gulped <laughs> in the middle. <laughs> it, it, when he, the way he talks, he always sounds like he's got like something stuck in his throat. He, he done a proper like gulp right into yeah, the it's, it's like he's trying to stop himself from coughing every time. He's... <laughs> um, yeah, so he he bring like they they basically he brings Pretty Deadly out. Whoa, 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 whoa! Ah, uh, no. No. no, 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 no! He did bring Pretty Deadly out, but I've got them noted down as Steve Vai and Sebastian back because that's what they fucking look like. 80s power metal, 80s oh. cock rock vocalist, oh, guitarist. If you don't know See, who Steve Vai, like a couple of fuckboys, but that's you, just me. <laughs> if you don't know who Steve Vai or Sebastian Bach are, fucking Google them. That's Skid Row. Deadly. Skid fucking Row. Um, so yeah, he's, he's oh, pretty deadly is a creator owned American comic book series by Kelly Sue DeCarnick and Spanish artist Emma Reese, distributed by Image Comics. Fucking awesome. Cheers, Google. Much much appreciated. Not, hey, not stop, what I asked for. But... Stop stealing my job, Google. <laughs> How dare you? Um, We've got one stat cliff here. That's enough. Yeah. Well, they, they come out and then Steve Vai and uh, Sebastian Bach. Um, and then 
Uh, Flash says, you think we weren't prepared and the hug come out like next right. to them? Who, yeah. who looks half a gleek at looking? They look what, sorry? <laughs> what? Is this another Scottish off, word? They look half a gleek at looking. Right, this is a Scottish... I know, I know, another one. I know, Rampa- I know uh, Rampage, primates are Geordie. Right. So... Uh, is that what you're going for here? Glicket is an adjective used to describe a stupid, foolish, and thoughtless person or action. It is mainly used in Scotland, Northern England. So it's even a Northern England thing. So Newcastle. <laughs> Newcastle. Newcastle. So, like in, don't just stand there looking Glicket, do something. <laughs> Every week. Every week. How are you, man? How are you, man? Anyway, he's joined there, joined by the hunt in the ring. The hunt then turn on Andrews and Webster, which I genuinely didn't see coming. I thought it was going to be Andrews on Webster or Webster and Andrews, not the hunt. Um, I, th- I thought it was going to be Andrews on Webster and he was going to mm. do what he did in progress. Yeah. Um, or, the, sorry, uh, Webster on Andrews. I should right, say right. Uh, what he did in progress where he then has a faction with the with the. Where he'd have a, he'd have his own faction with the hunt, but he didn't mm. do that okay. instead. But I did I did really like the fact that pretty dev pretty deadly was a swerve. Yeah, for the fact like yeah, that, the fact brought, that it was the hunt. He brought them out purely to just kind of like swerve everyone that he'd actually recruited them. It was like he was one step ahead of everybody mm. else. I did not see that coming. Very clever, excellent. Um, well done, Big Edward. What I thought was even better was Mark Andrews getting the shit kicked out of him by the hunt. <laughs> um, <laughs> and Eddie Dennis going, look at your friend. Look at your friend. Look what you've done to him. Your boy Flash. <laughs> <laughs> you brought it on yourself. And then, and then it was like, like still being like a teacher to wear the hunt. <laughs> Aaron, are you okay? Just a Welsh accent. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying, Jay? His uh, his school teacher moment. Him kind of like he was just like a teacher, wasn't he? The way he was yeah. uh, he was telling them to do things. <laughs> and yet there was one bit where Private kind of like walks up to him. He's like, "You haven't done enough there. Go on, <laughs> hit him again, boy." Private starts. <laughs> Come on, you bloody ape! <laughs> Boar, get him! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. excellent stuff. I, yeah. I enjoyed it. No, that, that I enjoyed really that cool. segment a lot. Not just because it was Mark Andrews getting the shit kicked out of him. Um, I just genuinely thought it was a really good segment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so after this, I'm just trying to find where I'm in my notes. It's Piper uh, Niven backstage. So Piper Niven, yeah, talking about Kaylee Ray and her is it knee injury or whatever she's got obviously she's still got her sights set on the NXT UK Women's Championship no um, she didn't say that she just said Kaylee Ray she didn't say who's anything who's the about NXT, the who's the NXT Women's she Champion she didn't say anything about going for the title she just said Kaylee Ray come, come, Aaron, have you come uh, play, the, play game. the game don't paraphrase don't paraphrase just say come, come paraphrase. Well, what else is she going on about then sorry other than her injury why would she mention because the rivalry is more important than the title right Aaron go on mate play the game <laughs> fuck's sake play the game mate. Cool. anyway Keep we've got Keep Sid Scala talking to Pretty Shite at Pretty Deadly backstage Right. Uh, they're saying they're deserving of a tag team title shot against Gallus. My shots are pretty deadly, too. 
<laughs> Speaking of shite, why is Sam Gradwell a Mad Max character? <gasps> yeah, I was about to say why? that. I don't, the fact that when he comes out, and the, I can't remember which one of Pretty Deadly it is, and they're just staring at his mohawk like, what the <laughs> fuck is that on your head, man? Yeah. And, and he comes he, out, he and then he's like... a tag match against Gallus next week, like a yeah. six-man. Yeah. I was like, well, they look like they didn't want anything to do with him. Yeah. It was very... Um, comes, and he's like... All right, you yogurts or something like no, that. No, like, he said in a bit of yogurts when he fucks off. Yeah, what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you're... Stick. In Stop a bit of yogurts. <laughs> at, at, least, at least he doesn't look like a white supremacist anymore. Why does yeah. he call it? Like yeah. he did in he did in the, the UK championship the when he was like literally had a skinhead yeah. and he was pale as fucking <laughs> pale as a pint of milk. <laughs> why is he calling people yogurts? I don't know. Why he's is from... he, mate? Just, just why? Not, not why is he calling people yogurts? Just what is he? Why? Why is? He... <laughs> I why don't is get he... it. Well, why? I don't understand it. Why is Mister Thunderstorm? Oh, that's what he calls himself. Oh, the thunderstorms on its way. I don't know. Anyway, let's not calling after this. It's like yogurt. he's just seen Mad Max and he's decided to change his gimmick. Calling people <laughs> yogurts. After this, and the thing uh, with that is, is Ember Moon does it better. <laughs> <laughs> what calling people yogurt? No, the Mad Max gimmick. Uh, can thunders can thunderstorms curdle milk? <laughs> what? Right. Enough about thunderstorms. Oh, Gallus then God. appear and ask if they need to sort out the situation <laughs> and remind Sid Scarlet that they are back up to full strength next week. After this, we then get the returning Jordan Devlin against Levi Muir, who is actually right. fucking jacked. It's compressed so. Balor versus Big Bulge Levi. <laughs> compressed <laughs> Balor? Big Bulge Levi. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is what I was going to ask you about, Troy. What were your thoughts on Levi M- Muir's... Uh... Bulge. <laughs> no, not Bulge. But if you want to answer that, feel free. Um his, his entrance video because I thought it looked like it was made on fucking Windows Movie Maker. It was crap. His music is good. His entrance is shite. Yeah, it's just another example. It like, you've just literally, you've, you've got a logo that you've knocked up on fucking Microsoft Paint in five minutes and then you've just put a keyframe to make it slightly bigger and smaller. It's crap. It's really, really rubbish. Stop making his name like written videos. in Times New, Times New Times Roman. New Roman. Yeah. Just yeah. shit. More shit intros. Really good Yeah. Oh mate. Pisses That's me right off. I thought I'd ask. Um but Anyone... no, he looked good though. Yeah. Anyone from WWE fucking NXT UK, you want your videos sorted out? Give me a shout. Because yeah. Drizzling shits. Anyway. <laughs> Give us all P checks for it. <laughs> so yeah, we get yeah. compress compressed baller um against Levi. Big bulge Levi. <laughs> Jordan takes control fairly early on. Um, but Levi shows how strong he is. Jordan is really, really like hyper aggressive coming out, which plays a lot into his promo from last week where he just wants to come out and fuck everyone and anything up um and dominates for most of the early going. Um Muir tries a roll up. Um, but then Jordan kicks out. Um, he starts to beat him down. It's kind of quite slow and methodical. Um, Muir gets Jordan up for a sort of gorilla press, uh, but then turns it into a roll-up. Um, 
Devlin hits, uh, does it call it Devlin inside? Is it like, yeah, sort of the, transitional uh, side into a, suplex. That's it. Well, it was yeah. finisher, wasn't it for a bit? Oh, was it? It was his finisher. That's what he won the belt with. Oh, fuck, of course. Oh, yeah. I didn't see it when he won the belt because I went to go and grab a beer from the fucking bar and it didn't make <laughs> it back did, in. I did like the fact that when he came out as well, he said he was this cruiserweight champion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was as if he it was as if he'd bullied someone in production saying, You better fucking say I'm joking. <laughs> he'd been <laughs> taking notes from Sami Zayn when they wouldn't introduce him as intercontinental champion. Yeah. <laughs> he'd slung the ring announcer, a cheeky tenor, or a, <laughs> or oh no, hang on, no, it's a lass. Probably like a voucher for Nobu or something like that. Well, it was it was the it was the uh, <laughs> It's one of them Christmas vouchers. <laughs> Ten pounds to go at one of them shops. Thimble <laughs> voucher <laughs> for fucking Tony Macaroni's. <laughs> I love how yeah. Tony Macaroni's has just turned into like three episodes now. We're going to have to have a word with them and see if we can get some sort of sponsorship on the go. I mean, they sponsor, <laughs> li- they sponsor Livingston, so surely they can sponsor yeah, us. Yeah, we're, we're in with a shout. Yeah. I'll send them an email after this. Do it. Um, yeah, so after Devlin hits Devlin inside, he then um, puts... Uh, Muir into the Texas Cloverleaf submission uh, and picks up the win. Interesting finish. Which he calls it the Texas Cloverleaf, but then he quickly goes, oh, um, actually, some people call it the four-leaf clover. Yeah, aye. Aye, get it right. (laughs) He's Irish, not Texan, dickhead. Well done. (laughs) Well done. (laughs) Why why does WWE have like pretty much all the Irish people they've got doing the Cloverleaf, except for Finn Balor? Because it's Irish. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's it's Texan mate it's a Texas clover leaf it's a clover leaf they're lucky in Ireland and like Texas Shamrocks. apparently Shamrocks and Shillelaghs and Ken Shamrocks and... to WWE confirmed <laughs> you heard it here first guys <laughs> the real Irish ace <laughs> Jordan uh, Devlin's hornswoggle grown up <laughs> I, I like the I like the fact that Jordan Devlin uses the headbutt as like a um as like a move to kind of like get get back in control because his head's fucking massive. <laughs> yeah. There was a guy behind me and I was at NXT UK, the, the commentary TV taping just before lockdown. And some bloke sat behind me and Jordan Devlin came out and he went, would you look at the size of his fucking head? It looks like a fucking Funko Pop. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a bit harsh. I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you, but... Don't be so vocal about it. <laughs> and, and just like that, Jordan Devlin was ruined. <laughs> ben Balor, Funko Pop. <laughs> After this, we get a promo in ring from Devlin, um, just saying never bet against an ace, basically. Um, yeah, it was all right. It was. Uh, what, if you're, what if you're playing 21? It only counts as a one, though. <laughs> what if you're playing Party Bus? What if you're playing party bus? The ace fucks you right up, eh? I know that full well. If, anyone, <laughs> if no one's heard of or played the drinking game party bus, it's fucking horrible. And I've fell victim to that many a time. Thank you, Aaron. Um, <laughs> <laughs> after this, we get an advert for Noam Dar against A-Kid um, for the That's gonna be a good match. semi-final. Yeah, the, the NXT UK Heritage Cup. The Heritage yeah. Cup. I, I really, then, I really want... Um, I really want A Kid to win that, but I think no, no, we want Dar to win. Dar's winning it. No, I we want Dar to win. No, we want Dar to win. So then it's not just one of you guys in the final. 
Oh, I see. I see. Um, no, they I, mentioned, I, I want I want Aikid to win it. They mentioned like, that Aikid is the first Spanish-born WWE superstar. Incorrect. I was a one, a one Glenn Jacobs, aka Kane, was born in Spain. So get born fucked in Madrid. Yep. There you go. Where where were you, Statcliffe? Hey, where were you? Where were you? I was gonna, but I was like, fucking hell, Aaron. Come on, Aaron. One job. One it's job. only Aikid. It's near that important. Wow. <laughs> wow. I wow. really hope he beats that fucking Scottish bastard now. <laughs> oh, mate. Um, after this, we get the main event of the, the year, possibly. I'm, I'm going to just say it. My match of the year. I'm just going to yeah, say it. It's, um, Book me, that was a good it's, match. It's in my top three, at least. It possibly could be my number one. This was absolutely fucking brilliant. Just two guys slapping the absolute <laughs> living piss out of each other for 35 minutes. It was brutal. They weren't lying when they said this will redefine violence. Just this was savage. It was excellent. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah. Ilya Dragunov versus Walter for the NXT UK championship. Um Anyone notice that Walter didn't get his name on his entrance on the Tron? It just says Imperium now. Doesn't even say, it says Walter. Imperium, yeah. yeah. Um, also, it won't say, notice it won't some... say Ring Camp because they've got to fucking shut that down now. Yeah. Poor bastards. Yeah, yeah. R.I.P. Boo, WWE. <laughs> um, anyone else notice for a little bit they had some fans on the screens as well at either side? I did notice that. I was, yeah. I was literally about to say that um, myself. Um, they had the Thunderdome fans, didn't they, on the screen? That's it. Um, I wonder if they were pre recorded or. Oh, they definitely were. <laughs> so, um, what were you gonna say? This, yeah, just just to go back to this match again, it was fucking excellent. Um, yeah, I have a chops tap, chops and clobbers to the chest, Hallie, and slaps to the face, Hallie. Oh, tell us, tell us at the end. I'll tell you at, at the end. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the the match itself, like it's it, I was expecting it to be a lot slower paced than it was. It was it was full throttle for the whole fucking match. Yeah, it just did not um, let up. And it was literally like what is the thing, whatever we say about this match will not do it justice. Just I watch, watch it. Just go just, and watch just it. Just watch it. It's it's incredible. Um so the it was obviously as well like there's there's brutal and then there's like uncomfortable. Like there's a hard hit, there's a hard hitting match and then there's a match where it's so hard hitting that it actually starts to get uncomfortable and this was uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, Volta quite early on throws Ilya into the ropes in like like when Enzo got thrown in the ropes and legit knocked that himself out. That was exactly out. what popped into my head when this happened. Um, and Ilya's neck fucking cranked as well. It was horrible. That was f- and then. Ooh. The whole match, Volta's just working over his neck, which again, if you if you think uncomfortable, this was this was literally like watching GBH. It was fucking insane, <laughs> uh, absolute daylight robbery. <laughs> oh, it was it was grievous bodily harm all over. Mm. Um, Volta lit like and Dragonov's like give him as good as he gets though. Like he's yeah, he starts like clubbing Volta and slapping him around. Volta chops the shit out of him. Um, I, I, I'd say 
the fact that we didn't have a crowd kind of like amplified everything yeah. they did as well because yeah. you could hear it. Yeah. There was a lot of strikes where you could hear the fucking like how hard it was and like oh visceral like fucking hell and unless you can speak German you didn't have a clue what they were shouting at each other <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah this it was just fucking brutal after he snapped his neck kind of off the ropes Walter immediately goes for the neck um Ilya goes yeah oh. Ilya goes for uh, a suplex but can't because his neck's fucked Walter then hits a massive chop in the corner, um, stamps on his neck like over and over again, like just a real display of dominance and power. Like Ilya's just down, just keeps fucking on the neck, like back of the neck, fucking on the chest. It was, yeah, it was. It was. There was was one strike in particular which I was talking to you about before, Troy, Mm. where like Ilya sat down in the ring and vaulted just like. It wasn't even a chop. It was like a. It was like a club. <laughs> yeah. But he, oh, he, I thought he was going to decapitate me, hit him that hard. It was fucking brutal. Mm. Just yeah, it was. There were a few kind of like standout, like well, the whole thing was standout, but it was a few kind of like spots, if you like, that stood out or moments where I was just like, oh, fucking hell! But for the most part, it was just. Walter just continuously just beating on him and every now and again like Dragunov would build up a little bit of momentum and kind of there's a bit where he hit like a series of like suplexes and he hit like two or three suplexes in a row uh, and got him up for those Um, but then Walter just comes back there was a bit where he had him kind of draped over the turnbuckle in the corner and then just absolutely fucking clobbered his chest Um, like draped over on his back which is brutal um, there was there was a bit where Walter hit a massive lariat a little later on, and like about halfway through the match, I've that's the hard, that's the biggest one I've seen I think since JBL. Is that the one that makes a literal slap a noise. Yeah, that one. Yeah. I've not seen one like that since JBL yeah. from some time ago. Like it just it makes one hell of a noise. Of absolutely fucking. Chest. Twats yeah. him out of his boots. <laughs> <It's nasty. laughs> yeah, um, um, a lot of the excuse, sorry, uh, a lot of the story was um, that literally Ilya was kicking out of everything Volta yeah. gave him. So yeah, <laughs> there was a lot of callbacks to um, Volta's previous defenses. So like he did that clothesline that he put down Tyler Bate with. Mm-hmm. Ilya kicked out of it. He did the um he did like the power bomb. Yeah. That he'd beat um someone else. Was it Joe Coffee? Joe Coffee, yeah. Um Ilya kicked out of it. He did the um did the splash uh, that he beat. He did the splash that he won the with. belt with. Yeah. And Ilya kicked out of it. And that's when Volta really started getting now, frustrated. That splash is when not Nigel decides to say Dragonoff is not human. I wrote this as well. Literally a second later, Nigel goes, Dragonoff is a human being who keeps going and going and going. Fuck's sake, Nigel. I'm glad someone else picked up on that. It was within like half a second. No, he is human. (laughs) Also, another one from, um, what's the guy's name on commentary? He's not Vic Joseph. 
Vic Joseph's the guy on NXT, isn't he? What's this guy's name? Not Nigel. Not, not, <laughs> not Nigel. He, he also says, um, what's Ilya's phrase? Is it Unbesigba? Unbesigba means Which invincible. Is... And I was like, infallible. no, Nigel McGuinness said it meant infallible at the start of the match. Yeah. Make your fucking mind up, boys. Yeah, it's it's unrelenting. Uh, the other guy's called Andy Shepard. Andy Shepard, that's it. Not the Nigel. fucking brown bread name you could think of. <laughs> probably, <laughs> it's probably his real name. Sorry, Andy. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> after after they've waffled on about that, uh, Dragunov starts a comeback uh, with a series of slaps and suplexes and a near fall. Uh, Walter locks in a sleeper. Dragunov manages to make it to the ropes and then reverses it into a pin. Walter manages to keep hold of the sleeper and then uh, Dragunov rolls up for uh, another pin, uh, another cover. Both men back to their feet. Walter hits uh, a massive boot. Um, Ilya hits the is it the Constantine special like that clothesline where he yeah. spins back off the rope. That awful clothesline. That's another thing. It's like another saying, one, yeah. Like I was saying earlier on about the thing where they sort of springboard off the bottom rope. Like the guy stood there waiting for you to fucking work your way around the rope just to hit a clothesline. Just hit a clothesline. Stop messing about. To be fair, with, with that, the way um the way that Volta fed into it was quite good because he kind of like he'd sent him into the ropes thinking he was throwing him out the ring and he kind of turned around as if he would have been like sort yeah. of like sure into the fans. And then, yeah, granted. like And then Ilya like, did right. it and like how it's meant to be done and rebounded on him. As opposed to doing it while they're facing you and you can just as see opposed exactly to while what they're they're facing, yeah. Yeah. Like, like when Dean Ambrose and used also, to do it and it was yeah. really forced. Also, yeah. it wasn't the worst thing um, of waiting for something this week. We covered that on AEW. Oh, okay. Um, Pentagon waiting for Kenny Omega to dive on him for about five minutes. <laughs> and the camera put the camera picking the fucking thing up as well. <laughs> um but yeah, back to this match because it's it's excellent. <laughs> um Ilya then goes for I can't remember what it is that he goes for, but he's he's up in the air for some reason, whether it's off the turnbuckle or he goes to, to jump at him, but Walter just swats him out of the air he like a goes fly. to do his coast to his coast to coast drop kick, doesn't That's he? That's it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was literally a slap to the face. Yeah, yeah. Is what it was. Uh, Did Walter- you notice as well throughout this match, Walter? He wasn't chopping his chest, he was chopping his throat. Yeah, really high up. Disgusting. Mm. Yeah, disgusting. Yeah. Disgusting. Who done well, a shit in the toilet? Well, it was, was fucking, fucking one of you. Did he were singing Cher Lloyd by Cher Lloyd? <laughs> <laughs> Walter grabs hold of Ilya and um, he's holding him by the arm, but he just keeps slapping him, like won't let him back up or does let him down and then just pulls him back up, but keeps hold of the arm and just keeps slapping him. Um, then that's when he hits that massive lariat. Uh, Walter then hits a powerbomb. Ilya kicks out. Um, Ilya kicks out of another lariat. Walter then locks in the sleeper, um, which he manages to break up by crawling to the ropes. Uh, Walter then punts Ilya in the back, which also looks fucking nasty. Uh, Ilya then starts to make a comeback of a series of chops, slaps, knees, headbutts to take down Walter to the mat. Dragunov hits a missile drop kick. It was a missile drop kick, coast to coast, whatever from the corner, yeah. um, and gets a two count pinfall, uh, two count pin. Um, Dragunov eventually manages to get Walter up for, I think it's like a gotch lift. I think that's what they called it. Yeah, he yeah. went for a gotch lift as well. Yeah. And then again, gets a, a near pin. 
uh, attempt. Walter then up on his knees, dragging off hits the torpedo Moscow, um, but to the back I lo- of I Walter. Love, I love that he like didn't just know Salah. His neck was fucking hurt. Yeah. So it's it. And then he was like holding his neck. And, and he like, was like, oh, fuck. Couldn't make the cover after doing it because he just fucked himself over. Um, whereabouts? He goes, he goes for it again notes. as well. That's it. Goes for it again, but he's injured, sort of stops on his run. And he kind of just like falls down and then That's Bolton it. takes advantage of him. Yeah. Um, no idea what this move was, but Ilya went over Walter and sort of did it. I don't know if it was like a back body drop or what. Like it was after he'd kind of stopped and stumbled to run up and do the second torpedo thing. And I don't know what happened. Like Walter was kind of up on one knee and it looked like a sort of semi back body drop, but I couldn't make out what it was, whatever it was. Walter um, then, sorry, Dragunov then got a a two count pin. Um, Walter comes up uh, to attack um, Dragunov. Sorry, comes up after that, rolls out the ring. Um, Dragon suplexes Ilya on the outside of the ring, which looked nasty, really high up on the neck. Then Walter just boots him into the steps, which also looked fucking that, horrible. That was horrible. That yeah. was vile. Was and then he the power bombs him onto the apron as well. So the fucking and then again the, in the ring. <laughs> yeah. Dragon suplex on the outside, high in the neck, belted into the steps, fucking power bomb in the apron, power bomb into the ring, then hits a top rope splash and gets a two count after all of that. Then Walter locks in the sleeper and finally. I don't think Ilya well, even taps what, out. He what just ha- no. What happened was after when Ilya kicks out, Volta like snaps and like mounts him and starts fucking forearming the <laughs> shit out of him. Yeah. Um. He uh, like it was like it was like Roman and Uso, but yeah. stiffer. <laughs> yeah, Volta yeah, was, yeah. It was like Volta was legitimately trying to kill him. Um. Mm. And then after that, after like he's literally beaten Ilya till he's unconscious, he just rolls through into a sleeper, and Ilya's just. Literally, his body's limp as he like gets put in it. The so camera comes right up close to his face as he puts him yeah. in, it and he's just fucking and he's like blood everywhere, and, and out, and he's like gargling and oh, and he's, yeah, yeah, oh, it's fucking brutal, brutal. So yeah, Ilya didn't actually tap out, did he? He was just he was no, out. He didn't even um, tap. When I was talking about uh, the champion before, and you were saying. Do you reckon Rampage is going to win it? The reason I don't think Rampage is going to win it is because I think they're going to go down the, the road of, well, Ilya lost by stoppage. He didn't lose by submission. So he's deserving of a rematch. He's going to get a rematch somewhere down the line and then right. take the belt off Alter. Um, and to be honest, like I, I've said it a couple of weeks ago, at the moment, Ilya seems like the only person who's really like, really comes across as like a legitimate threat to the title. Yeah, in NXT UK, I mean, you've got you've got Tyler Bate who, and Trent who could probably be elevated into that position, and Dave Mastiff as well. I'd like to see Dave Mastiff there. Yeah, uh, but I think I think as far as beating Volta, the only person mm-hmm. who pinned him in NXT UK is Ilya. Yeah, um, and I think that I think there's a reason behind them doing that. Ooh. That is kind of more down the line uh, as, as I've said a few times in WXW they did a similar thing where Ilya couldn't beat Volta so he retired he did like an injury angle mm. and he came back six months later and did beat him for the belt and it <laughs> was it meant more because they did it that way I feel like that's what they're, they're going to go down a similar route yeah yeah awesome. um, but 
absolutely outstanding match. One yeah. one thing as well, did you notice um, on uh, on the network the thumbnail for the fucking for NXT UK this week was literally Volta holding the belt after the match. Oh, was it? It was so. After the match, he gets given the belt and he's kind of like holding it and like staring over it. Ilya's like prone body. Ilya's like face down. And that's the oh, thumbnail. Yes, I didn't notice that was a thumbnail. I didn't see the belt though. I thought it was just like... Yeah, the belt. You both. can see the belt just poking out from like behind Ilya's head. Ah, I fucking hate it. Oh. They do that. Like my, my girlfriend said that a few times where she's been like, oh, I'll watch this pay-per-view like if I've already seen it. And then she's like, oh, I've already had the results spoiled. And I'm like, what, have you been on Facebook or Instagram or something? She's like, no, the thumbnail showed the end result. And I was like, for fuck's sake. Yeah. And I, I, to be fair, I only I only knew it was that after the match. Because oh, okay. I didn't know about it first. But mm. I was like, that's literally the fucking closing shot of the show. Why yeah. the fuck are you showing that? More um, Yeah. Uh, after this the match as well. incredible, the- though. Yeah, they had like uh, all the referees come down and check on both man, like men, like Nigel. Yeah. Nigel compared it to like a, a match in like Japan, and it was very yes. much like that. Even like stuff like that, where they had like the, the refs come down and check on both of them, was like mm. the young lines checking on like the uh, wrestlers after a, a match in New Japan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Meltzer's giving Japan stars. Giant Baba, he was referencing, so it wasn't New Japan. Oh, all right, you know what I mean. Dickhead, come on! Pedantic, pedantic, pedant. You know what I mean? Um, (laughs) Yeah, Big Dave gave this five stars. Mal to give five stars pretty much immediately. Um, (laughs) Seven in the Tokyo Dome. Um, (laughs) Aaron would have given it nine if Dolph was the the guest referee and it was in the Tokyo Dome. (laughs) Special guest enforcer Um, in the Tokyo Dome, Dolph Ziggler. (laughs) Or if they if they just shown Dolph on the Thunderdome for a minute. Um, <laughs> at least one star more. <laughs> yeah. Um but no, I I as I said at the start, this is a match of the year candidate. Yeah. Candidate. Without a doubt. Easy. It, it yeah. was incredible. Um which I'm is gonna... funny because a couple of weeks ago we said that the tag match that they were all involved in could easily be a match of the year candidate, and then they go and absolutely and... smash it out of the park with this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think that I think the thing with the tag match though as well is it was because of like obviously it had like Wolf and Air done in it as well. It kind of felt like a different sort of like vibe to it. So it was mm. a bit more it, it wasn't as it wasn't as brutal. It was more kind of like it it was more kind of like fast paced, whereas this this was high octane, but it wasn't like high octane in the sense that it was fast paced, it was high octane in the sense that they were just killing each other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's going to be hard to top that match. I mm. said I said on our AEW podcast to uh, Ben and Aaron that there's two matches I'm looking forward to this year that are coming up. Um, obviously, we're near the end of the year, but two matches that are coming up in the next couple of weeks that I'm looking forward to. One's Eddie Kingston versus John Moxley in an I Quit match of full gear, and the mm. other was this. Yeah, and I think that match. Volta versus Ilya is going to take a fucking lot of topping, like to yeah. top. Yeah, for sure. It, it was outstanding. Yeah, <clears throat> really, really was awesome. Yeah, the fucking superb. No more that you can really say about that. Absolutely outstanding. Um, yeah. Is is there any point in asking what we thought our high point of this week's episode was? I no, think we're all, all in agreement. agreement. What about Eddie our Dead. low points? Um, 
<laughs> um, no, it was obviously it was Volta. Um, the close second for me was the whole Eddie Dennis thing because he was he was just brilliant in it. Yeah. Um, low point. Um, the women's match I couldn't really get into. Okay. I, I it wasn't a bad match. I just couldn't really get into it. Uh, was Levi it because you were only really watching it for Walter and and it, like yeah. when you know was, that that's at the end of the card, nothing else really kind of matters. Yeah, if you like. I, well, not matters, but yeah. I genuinely didn't care about anything else except for the Walter and uh, Ilya match. Went like going into the show. Yeah, I yeah. wasn't really invested in anything else. Um, that being said, like the. As as I say, there wasn't any bad wrestling on the show. I just couldn't really get no. into the women's match. Um, Fair enough. And I, I I honestly can't really say why. Like <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't even put my finger on why I couldn't get into it. I just couldn't really didn't really engage with it much. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Aaron, uh, low point. Unless your high point is different from us. No, no. I was gonna say in a bit yogurts by Thunderstorm Man, but I've just been reading on Thunderstorm Man. <laughs> I've just been reading why you can't can Thunderstorms curdle milk and it's absolutely are still, delightful. Why are you still looking at this? <laughs> we left this half an hour ago. Absolutely delightful. <laughs> uh, so yeah, your low uh, point was Sam Gradwell then? Yeah. Okay. Um I'm in agreement with, with Aaron. Um, not Sam Gradwell as a person, just Sam Gradwell's haircut was a low point for me. That or calling was... people yogurt. Why is Sam Gradwell? I'll go back to. <laughs> Why is How he? is Sam Gradwell? Why is Sam Gradwell? Where? What is Sam? What Sam is Sam? <laughs> Thunderstorm curdle the milk puzzle still baffles science. Fuck's sake! <laughs> right, we're wrapping this up. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> Thank you for enduring us this week. Um, we absolutely urge you to go and watch um, the the main event of this um, Dragon Off against Walter. Uh, like we say, match of the year. Um, it was outstanding. So definitely go and watch that. Let us know what you thought. Uh, let us know if there's anything you think we missed out um, on Twitter at Untitled Rest Pod. Or join us on Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Thank you as always for listening. We'll, we'll catch you next time. Walter's a shape Vladimir Kozlov. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> you stupid shit. <laughs> 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 <laughs>